Okay, I'm a little nervous about this. Um, I have a bit of a moral question to do with my dog, Ray, and I feel that people may judge me both harshly and okayly. So, How um, old is he? Uh, he's only eight. But anyway, look, let, we've got Dr. Chris Brown, who's a Bondi vet, of course, but he's also on The Living Room, Friday night, 7.30 on 10, and he will help me with this issue. Hello, Dr. Chris. Oh, good morning. Chris, I've got a really <laughs> serious question that I need some help with, animal question. I have a beautiful New Zealand Hunterway cross Doberman, and he was oh, wow. the RSPCA's longest-serving resident here in Brisbane. He was an abused case, and he had no teeth because he tried to chew off a chain. Anyway, when he left and yeah. came to our family, they cried because he was so beloved. Uh-huh. But yeah, and this yeah, dog, he, he was matched to our family because my husband had died, and I wanted a dog that was going to have a big bark but a big heart. Now, yeah, and so he was given to us. Uh, well, I got him from the RSPCA, but he has terminal cancer, and oh, I'm so sorry. I know it's awful. But um, we're oh. now. My sons are really. We're all very concerned about what we do in terms of when he dies. And the boys have asked, yeah. my sons have asked, should we get like a, this sounds terrible even saying it loud, out loud. Right, right. Well, like a, mm-hmm. a transitional dog so that we get another dog before Raybo goes so that it's not as traumatic for us and the kids. But a dog, a dog that's good for Raybo in the meantime. And Ray loves having other dogs around. Like he really perks up when, I mean, he's not at death's door yet, but he's slowing down quite considerably. But when other dogs come, he, he loves it and he plays. And so we thought yeah. maybe we should get a transitional dog that would also help the family once he goes. Is that a good idea? Almost like a dog assistance dog. Yes. I don't mind the idea. And, and this is why, it, it, because... You know, dogs certainly see themselves as being, you know, our head of security, our, our, our guarders. And so as your dog becomes a bit more weak and, and doesn't get out of bed with the same zest in, in the morning, then he feels like he's letting you down. And, and, he, and, and that's, a really, that's a really sad thing. You, you never want them to feel like they're letting us down because they give us so much more than, than what they think they give us. And so by having another dog around that can cover him in, in a way and actually fill that shift for him and, and, and be the security guard and just you know, let out a few barks here and there so he doesn't have to. And really the probably the most important gauge of whether this is going to be a, a good thing for, for him is what, what he's like around other dogs. If he enjoys other, other dogs' company, and, and you get dogs that do and dogs that don't. And if he does, though, then I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I think provided you have a, you get another dog that, that isn't too dominance-minded, who's a different different size as well, usually helps to make sure smaller? that no, I would I would go, probably go smaller. Yeah. yeah, those sort of dogs that are smaller, they know their place and they're not going to give him some sort of dominance dispute and, and give him stress over being outsized. And I think you'll find that they, they, they form a, a beautiful friendship and, and will give each other comfort. Yeah, except Jack Russell's. I've never been past a small dog park without seeing a Jack Russell inside saying, I've been wrongly accused. I'm a big dog. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like that, and you often see that with little terriers, that, that they, they do believe that they're much bigger than, than their size and the And can I ask finally, will we know when it's the right time for him to put him down? Yeah, it's a really um, hard question. But, but at the same time, I, I feel like it's an important one in the way that I do believe you will. And, and you certainly sound like you know him well enough. Yeah. And when that joy for life goes, when that joy for getting up in the morning, when that joy for his, his food or a treat or even walking over and, and getting a pat, when you see that life has become a, a chore for him and a, and a task and when that look in their eyes goes, 
and when all you see inside their eyes is a battle and pain, then, then and pain, then that's the time. And and you will, I, I do believe you'll know that because okay. you know you know pretty well. Okay, Chris, we, uh, well, I'll step away with that diagnosis, not least because on what you've just said there, I should be taken to the vet some Friday mornings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's relatable, isn't it? That look in the eyes. Yeah, you know, yeah. just yeah, Breakfast Radio does that to you, Chris. No, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, putting aside for when we're going to choose to to yeah, help yeah. him. Um, I just that idea of a transition dog. I, I feel like I'm I'm sort of betraying him somewhat by even saying that. Well, no, no, because exactly what Chris said about you know if he feels like he's struggling to still be the guard dog there. Um, there, see, for Mia, I think that that's gone past. If she sees a young, lively dog like like. Daisy from down the road comes in. She just hides behind the water tank and says, "I'm over this." <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, there's also the other thing of that's your sole dog, guard dog. Do you get a dog that can transition into being the new yeah, guard dog, Raybo too, the new dog? I don't in know. Your, in Has any look? We need practical examples. If anyone's actually done this and and gone had a. Transition dog, that sounds but what awful. You, it's, a, it's a companion brought, dog to your dog on the way out, is yes, it? Yes, like yeah. brought in another dog um, to kind of help the family and also help the dog. Has it worked or has it been an absolute disaster? Because once I go down this road, I'm not going to adopt a dog and then Give desert it. it. Yeah, I'm Good not. Girl. So if, if, if you've done this, can you please let us know, 32230973, and what happened? Yeah, there's a part of me every time she sees a new dog come, come in and goes, yeah, I knew it. I knew this bad Companion dogs or transition <laughs> dogs. I'm not replacing him. It's Rob and Terry and Bob on 97.3. Okay, we're talking about transition dogs. We were just chatting to Bondo vet Dr. Chris Brown because I'm trying to decide whether I should get a dog before Ray, my big beautiful boy, passes from cancer and whether we get a dog that kind of transitions him and our family into a new space before he goes. Can make him feel give him a bit perky, make him feel like he's still doing his job, as Dr. Chris Brown said. Yeah, and Chris thought it was actually quite a good idea, but I want to get some practical reality solutions from you guys. Jane of Pimpamar, what you got? Uh, our old boy Jack was 14 when he suddenly got like doggy dementia. He was eating through fences, escaping. He'd never done it before. Um, and our vet suggested a uh, transition dog. Yeah. So we went and got another dog, George. Best thing we ever did. Okay. What, what sort of dog was Jack and what sort of dog was George? Uh, Jack was a Staffy Cross yep. and George is a Border Collie. And did he calm him down? What did he do? Oh, George was a puppy, so he actually made Jack more playful. Um, there was no more chewing through fences, no more escaping. Yeah. And then when it came time for us to make that de- decision for Jack, um, George helped us get through that as well okay. because we had something else to focus on. Absolutely. Okay. Very I, cool. I get Terry when I still think about Jack. Yeah. He, he was the best dog ever. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't replace them, does it, Jane? No, not at all, not okay. at all. I, I still think of Jack and I even talked to George, you know, Jack wouldn't like you doing that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, Lindsay of Everton Park, have you had a transition dog? Yes, we got a transition dog late last year um, for our 14-year-old um, um, Jack Russell. Yeah. Um, best thing, best thing we did for my kids. It just helped balance them out and just make that transition so much easier. What made a suitable companion for a Jack Russell? 
<laughs> we got a cavoodle. We got a puppy, which oh. sometimes I think, oh, oh what oh. did I do that for? But <laughs> but he's the most beautiful thing, and the, the kids adore him, and it, it's just. You know, they'll never forget Tessa, you know. Yeah. You never forget yeah. you never forget your forever dogs. Um no. but um it's just giving them something else to focus on and, you know, a positive a positive outlet. Um, you know, you know they're cute. Yeah, I they're, I, they're yeah. cute, Lindsay. Cavoodles, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like having another child, yes, I, I do agree. <laughs> I get thank you. Uh Stuart of Albany Creek, what do you reckon about a transition dog? Yeah, look, I've um I've been through the phase of having a transitional dog. My um my border collie was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. And um we much to my disgust, I my wife went out and got another one um before his passing. Oh. Um, which turned out to be the best thing possible. Oh um, wow, so you didn't want got. him. You didn't want a transition dog at all. Oh I I didn't I didn't want to because it was just too many my major was my best dog ever. Um, but now I've got this other one. The um, the youngest one actually brought us to our brought it to our attention that Major was in trouble, and um, that's when it was time to put him down. But um, the transitional phase has been absolutely brilliant. You're a bit shaky there, Stu, eh? That old Major. Oh look, he 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 wasn't a dog. He was human. Yeah, yeah. that's right too. Yeah. He saved us absolutely. And they got a new border collie to round up the entire family now. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa of Chermside, what do you think about a transition dog? I say go for it, Robin, because I had a Akita Cross Chow Chow and he was about nine years of age, um, going downhill real quick. And then I got a, a mop dog, which is my Maltese Shih Tzu, and he is now 15 years later on. So it gave my dog another three years of life. Oh, wow. And it, yeah, it just brought him back to that puppy for another year or two and just completely changed him. He didn't have like what your dog has got, but I still believe it does bring back the puppy in them and go for it. Okay, just thank do it. you. Thank you so much. You're saving, you're saving another dog. You, you know what I mean? Like you just do it. In your heart, you know you're going to do it. So just do it. Okay, so Lisa, here's my deal. Based on all the things that you guys have just said, I will call the RSPCA today because they found me, Ray, when we were in a really bad space. So I will give them a call and see if they can help me find a dog that will Ray will like. And that oh, Anyway, I'll start the process. A compatible dog. There we go. Dog. I will start the <laughs> process. Right. Good job, Thank Lisa. Thank you all so much. <laughs> it's right.